This is Kyle with Trying the Midwest, a podcast devoted to the adventures of moving to the Midwest to coach and develop NCAA triathlon. Allie and I are going to discuss moving to the Midwest and kind of how the NCAA or how triathlon is developing at the NCAA. So, Allie, I know you guys have had kind of a fun weekend like we've had. We got about two inches of snow today. <laughs> Already today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it started last night around, probably around midnight last night, and it was still going this morning when, at nine when I came in. Nice. Hey, yeah. at least... So it's all headed your way. Yeah. We're supposed to get three starting at like one o'clock. Yeah. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of a background, I recently moved from, uh, or from Shreveport, Louisiana at Centenary College to Vermilion, South Dakota to coach at the University of South Dakota. And about a month before I moved, Allie moved from the University of West Alabama to the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Um, so both of us have spent pretty much our entire lives in the Southeast and have moved to the Midwest to coach triathlon. Yep. So we're dealing with... I guess I wouldn't say culture shock, but uh, weather changes and then just a little bit of acclimating to the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's not necessarily culture shock. It's more of a, it's April 18th and we got two inches of snow today. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah. If we get the three inches as planned, we would have had eight inches this week in April. Yeah. I don't think I've had eight inches in my life. Of snow. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, <laughs> we were actually, like, in a little bubble that didn't get a ton of snow this weekend. We were supposed to get, like, 12 inches of snow this weekend. So, 40 miles west of us, north of us, east of us, all just got hammered by snow over the weekend, and we got, like, three or four inches. Yeah. So, I mean, there are towns in this area, cities around us, that are going to get, like, 20 inches of snow within four or five days at the end of April. Yeah, that's ridiculous. We had, I told you <laughs> in uh, Green Bay area, they got two feet of snow, like within, I want to say within 24 hours, and they had roofs collapsing. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they said it was a record break snow, not number one, but it was up there for like overall, not even just like spring snow. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, and I've told you this, I think people are lying to me, but like every time I see somebody that's been here for a while, they keep telling me, they're like, you know, the weather's normally not like this. Yep. And I, keep, I think they are lying to me because I think they're just like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's gotten into. But, um, yep, I feel the same way. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day that they haven't had this kind of weather or documented since like the 1800s in this area. Wow. Um, just for the amount of snow they've gotten, the amount of days it's been ninety degrees, and but I mean we've had nice days here, I and mean, we've had you know three and four days in a row for several weeks now that'll be in the mid sixties, and then it just plummets again and dumps a couple of inches of snow, and then it's back up into the sixties and drops again. Yeah, it must be nice. I think we've been over fifty, two maybe three days in yeah, like over forty in two or three <laughs> in April. <laughs> and then the the weather forecaster keeps 
oh, well, towards the end of the month, I promise oh. you warm weather's coming and we might even hit 70. And all I can say is, like, I yell at the TV and say, liar. <laughs> Whatever. Believe it when I see it. Um, so, yeah, moved up here for a triathlon, huh? <laughs> yep. Makes a whole lot of sense. Which yeah. It actually really does because there is a surprising amount of, like, just this hub of triathletes in the Midwest. I know. It really is weird. Um, I talk to recruit triathletes here. I mean, we're in South Dakota. California, this makes sense. Florida, up and down the you know East Coast. But you really think you're going to be able to put together a program here? And, and that's what I told them. I said, you know, for whatever reason, this is kind of the happening place right now. This is where a lot of the cops are adding. This is where we have a lot of high-performance teams, a lot of the junior elite teams. Um, this is kind of where everything's going on right now. Yeah. And, I mean, you, since you've been there, that makes two teams in South Dakota that has it. Obviously, there's at least one <laughs> upstate New York. Yeah. Like, it's possible. So, again, kind of the point of the podcast is going to be to to talk about the Midwest and also kind of how triathlons developing at the NCAA level. And so, Allie, we think we're going to have 22 teams in the fall. Is that right? So far, yeah. Well, not competing, but overall, yes. Right. So I think that's four Division One teams, and I looked it up the other day. It's nine Division Two and nine Division Three. Nice. But on the on the D two and D three. Um, Hopefully, and yeah, will a lot of them. field a team this year and get out there. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> We've uh, been using a lot of the the club teams to kind of help fill up our races and while other teams are some of the varsity teams are getting their, you know, their rosters off the ground and everything up and running. And, but yeah, I think this year we're going to be able to finish or fill out a lot of our races with just varsity teams and varsity athletes. And hopefully everybody's been able to recruit and get some athletes on the starting line. Yep. That's the hope. And, uh, I mean, I know we'll be able to release the schedule soon, but I mean, for now, some of the locations aren't at, are not as ideal. So that might also contribute to some schools not going to as many as they would have. So maybe this year we might take another hit with club athletes, but let's hope not. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the, I guess, the reasoning behind this podcast too. So uh, Allie and I are starting this podcast. Uh, we're also getting a website up and off the ground um, that's going to cover some news and recruiting and um, just general information about NCA triathlon and draft legal triathlon specific, but kind of pushing NCA uh, to try to get more teams out there to try to get more athletes. So we've started trihub.org to post anytime we have a commitment or a signing to cover draft legal racing, to cover our race schedule and junior elite schedules and just kind of to be able to put more information out and hopefully give some hype uh, to triathlon at the NCAA level and get this thing pushed along. Yep. And then hopefully we'll be able to get a calendar up and running soon and that'll help people that might be interested to realize that there are actually a lot of events that you can attend, but they might not know where to find them. So, yeah, um, we've talked about that a lot. USAT is doing a great job right now of trying to provide as many as many avenues and opportunities as they can um, for kids to get involved with this. Um, they're starting, uh, or they started 
last summer a state championship program, um, a high school state championship, to where I believe they have maybe 36, 37 states now have some type of high school state championship for triathlon. And we're about a week out from the third now high school national championship. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So they're doing a lot for really pushing this at the high school level and at the college level. But it's sometimes a little hard to find the information on what races are available. And, and they don't need to be the only ones doing that. So that's kind of what we're trying to do is just get more information readily available out there and push this thing. That's why we have a news hub for all this information. <laughs> so once you yeah. stop and try and get everyone the information they need yeah um and also we're uh we're going to be covering um some itu racing and also major league triathlon which is about to start its second season in the next couple of months now um that's kind of one more part of the process or one more piece to the puzzle is you know usat is trying to get all of this going to grow their pool of olympic athletes kind of the professional athletes and they started with the college level but I think kind of realized that, okay, well, we've got to have some high school athletes to feed into the collegiate system. And then, okay, well, once they're out of the collegiate system, like if they're going to keep to keep developing, they have to have races to go to and they have to have some way to make a little bit of a living while they develop. So major league triathlon is kind of part of that. So we're going to be trying to cover those guys some too. And um, Daniel Cassidy is the CEO we might see if we can get him on for an interview sometime in the next few weeks and kind of discuss how he got that started and what the plans are for the future with that. And so, Ali, uh, how's everything going at your school? So far, so good. I uh, told you uh, last night I got another commit for the fall, so I think I'm kind of just waiting on one more at this point. So it's exciting. I have a number of girls that are here that are interested and then adding a few, so... It'll be really fun to start another program at another school and honestly in another division and yeah. completely different location and let's <laughs> see how that all goes together. But honestly, I think, and you can say the same, I'm sure, having coached at another school and, you know, you have different sets of rules and things wherever you go, but you get to learn from even if it's just down to companies that you want to buy equipment from, like learn what yep. you like, what you don't like, and then what you want to change. And here, instead of just going to another program at another school, you actually get to start another one from the bottom up. So it's kind of best of both worlds. You keep what you like, you add what you wanted to change and then, you know, see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was actually talking to her. Hey, that's one thing um, they were saying, you know, we appreciate you reaching out to us. We know it's a lot of legwork at the beginning of this or this time of the year. You're trying to get a new program off the ground. And I told them, I said, yeah, you know, but the, I guess the fortunate side of this is, or the advantage I have to this is I've done this before. So a lot of things that took a while at Centenary are going a lot faster now just because I kind of know the process for it. Yeah, getting something off the ground is always fun, but it's not quite as challenging this time or maybe... <laughs> Not quite as challenging, but different challenges. Yeah. So you just kind of know more of what to expect. Yeah, and like you're talking about with recruiting, so going into our fourth season, which will be in the fall, of like triathlon even existing at the collegiate level, 
um, yeah. at the NCAA collegiate level. Um, it's kind of nice because we're at this point, we're finally starting to see a shift of instead of girls that are already in triathlon, um, they aren't aren't just looking to only swim in college or run in college. Like they're actually yeah. considering competing in triathlon in college. Or there are kids that were compete or they were a runner or just a swimmer and they have possibly done at least one triathlon in their life and now they want to really now. Right. So we're kind of getting past having to build a triathlete from base one mm-hmm. start of the season, which you know, we start competing two weeks later for the most part. So yeah. it's great. It's getting exciting, and it's only going to continue to get bigger. Yeah, that's one thing that's been really exciting for me um, is just kind of see that shift. Part of it's the school that I'm at now, uh, but even my last year at Centenary. You know, the first couple of years I was recruiting, you know, there were a decent amount of girls on the junior elite circuit that were, you know, seniors in high school and looking to compete in um, athletics in college, but just, you know, were not looking at triathlon. They were looking at it as a there are like five schools doing this right now and it's not a real thing. (laughs) I'm just going to go run. I'm just going to go swim and weren't really considering triathlon. Now that we have a decent amount of schools and actually have some pretty good athletes doing this. um, And we have kids from all over the world and some of the better triathletes that have come out of the junior elite circuit in the last couple of years now are competing in triathlon at the varsity level. So yeah, from a recruiting standpoint, it's definitely gaining some traction and more people are starting to know about it. So like you said, we do have those athletes that, you know, maybe they were a double athlete in college or in high school. Maybe they swam and ran. Maybe they swam and, you know, played soccer. Um, but they're looking at this and going, okay, this might actually be an option for me. This may be something that I'm interested in. So, yeah. And it's another- nice to see that shift. Um, like another exciting thing was like, I talked to a girl that's like somewhat local here and she actually got interested in it. You talked to her as well. Um, Mm -hmm. she got interested in triathlon at the collegiate level because one of her former teammates and people she knew from high school was on a collegiate triathlon team. So like we're slowly picking up ground and you know, it could be because we're in the Midwest now. And like I said, it's kind of a hub for it, but honestly, I think overall it's just picking up and just gaining traction yeah yeah uh it's exciting it's um <laughs> probably not growing as fast as i know a lot of the coaches want it to or that usa triathlon wants it to everybody just kind of wants to we've got this great idea and it just be you know up and running and amazing um but it is a process um, but we're kind of making it through that now and hopefully we'll keep moving forward um well uh today may be kind of a short one we're, uh, we're, again, we're going to probably uh, try to interview some different people on this. We may try to interview uh, new coaches as they're hired, and um, we'll start doing race reviews. Um, we might have something out. We're going to try to do this once a week, um, but once we start having races, uh, like we said, high school nationals is coming up in a couple of weeks now, about a week and a half. Uh, after that, we're going to Richmond, and we'll do a race review of that. Um, so we'll do race reviews, race previews, we interview coaches, and if anybody has anything they'd like us to talk about or like to hear about, please let us know. We'll have a way for you to get in touch with us, and we'll try to get it on the show. Yep, and in addition to the calendar on our site, we can also try and kind of close with upcoming dates of what you should be looking at for. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys next week. 
Again, this is Trying the Midwest Podcast. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, visit our new website, tryhub.org. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we'll soon have something on YouTube and Snapchat. We have all the socials. See you guys next week.